We live in a generation where we have so much access to internet, so much information on the internet, that it's had an effect on our minds. You know, this is just obvious, right? Everyone knows this. Being constantly exposed to things like mainstream media, not mainstream media, social media, media in general, this constant flow of information will have an effect on a human mind. Not contested, everyone knows this, right? But we haven't really looked at how this has affected society as a whole and how it has affected subcultures among society. In the age of information, it's only natural for there to be a counterculture to the age of information. But what is that counterculture? I would say that it's the bimbo movement. Bimbos and himbos, people who are willfully ignorant and conventionally attractive to an exaggerated extent. These are what many would refer to as a bimbo and a himbo. Why do they exist? I just said it's because of a counterculture. What is the counterculture? The counterculture against information, here's why. The age of information, the dawn of the internet, people have had constant access to so much information about everything. Google has been around for so long, before that you just had the internet as a whole. It used to be a real wild west. You would have to Google things and you would stumble across things that you didn't always want to stumble across. But it was fun. I remember being really, really young and having unmoderated access to the internet. Many people had the same thing. Constant access to the internet was never going to be good, but it was so, so fun. Unmoderated too, you could find anything out there. It was scarier sometimes, you know, there was a lot of gore shock out there. We believed creepypastas as a child. I'm sure the kids these days do, you know. What was Momo, that one thing that happened? That scary picture of that ugly girl. That was a thing. That was a modern day creepypasta. That was a smile dog of the current, like, iteration of Gen Z and Gen Alpha. Anyway, having all of this information was really fun and it still is really fun, but it has effects beyond being just fun and being useful. Constantly being exposed to information is not something that's particularly new in society. Before then, you would rely on things like books, but even books are a relatively recent invention in humanity's long, long time. 10,000 BC is approximately when the first civilization started. And the printing press came around in like the last 2,000 years, right? Like 1,400 or something like that. I don't remember. GCC history is for nerds. I got a grade 9 in it. That's besides the point. Humble brag. Not humble at all. Anyways. Information access is something that's been relatively new. Even though we've had books for so long, people have not been able to analyse those books or read en masse until pretty recently, you know. Not everyone could read, not everyone could write. Now everyone can in the Western world. And it's not exactly the best thing when a lot of the information that you have isn't positive. There is so much negative information thrown at us from birth, pretty much. As soon as you can read and write, you've known about world events. Just now, there's been a TikTok trend about Americans who were talking about what it was like being a child during 9-11. And it's a humorous TikTok trend because the trend is that um, there's some women screaming about they hit the Pentagon and like the kids are like, what the fuck? You know, what does this what does this mean? It means nothing to me because I am a child and I don't have a concept on geopolitics and terrorism. But it's been there from the very start, that constant influx of information. And subconsciously, it has affected people. We are a generation with a very, very high amount of mental health issues. And they are 
only increasing those are not going down even as we become more and more aware of those things it's just becoming more and more prevalent before it was something that would affect a lot of people still but it wasn't really talked about now we talk about it a lot and that's a good thing but i'd argue that we talk about it because it affects everyone you know it's really taking a toll on everybody out there it's pretty bad so we're a mentally ill generation let's get that out of the way right no one no one contested that we are <laughs> have you seen what memes gen z posts they're really weird no no well person could do that some people are so ill it's, it's funny though anyways mentally ill and also existential dread it's not unique to this generation but I'd argue that it is very very much more prevalent in this generation than the ones before it growing up in the war of terror growing up with the climate crisis being thrown in our faces 24/7 it's culminated in things like friends friend groups talking casually about their future plans and many people from anecdotal experience talking about how they're not really okay with the idea of bringing kids into a world that they don't really see being habitable for much longer and climate crises are something that is not you know I, I don't want to talk about it in too much detail here but the fact that people are worried is what I'm trying to talk about people have been exposed to so much information they only see the world getting worse in their eyes because that's what social media and the media and the mainstream media pushes 24/7 the world is going to shit everything sucks we're all going to die Osama bin Laden's been reincarnated and he he's carbon emissions man like it's terrible it's a lot it's a lot for anybody especially a young growing mind it's a foundational basis of knowledge you know people used to be a lot more sheltered i'd say people say that gen z is very soft but they've had so much information exposed to them negative information a lot of it has not been foundational in any sense what kid needs to know about the intricacies of afghan conflict growing up no kid needs to know that that's not something that a child needs to know but it's there a lot of people know about it and it's had a toll what kid needs to know about how to reduce climate emissions and how the petrodollar works and fossil fuel industries and lobbying to prevent climate change from being stopped no one no kid should be involved in that but you can see with the likes of Greta Thunberg that kids are being involved in it kids are having to take up a more vocal stance in it that are aware of these issues right now there's a whole subgenre of activism with young people young people when it was in the 60s 70s was people in university you know people who were going to higher education they would drop so much lsd and they would go to anti-war protests it was it looked really fun i can't lie these days young people is like young people like 12 older than 12 from a very early age you can be considered a young activist that's what Greta Thunberg is it's a lot you know it weighs down on someone's mind even if there haven't been many studies to suggest this yet it's so obvious to all of us what what makes gen z different from other generations the fact that we have all this information so living in the age of information naturally there was always going to be a counterculture and that's where the himbo and the bimbo comes in in an age where reading constantly about the news and global affairs can be worrying or concerning what do you do you either take it all in and you live with it or you just don't take it in 
Simple as that. In one ear, out the other. That is what a himbo and a bimbo does. They don't need to process his informations. They just smile, giggle and flash their tits. Bimboification achieved. It is a really, really surreal counterculture. Before counterculture used to be things like punks and stuff. We never really considered them being so brightly coloured and pink per se. But they are now. They exist because we have so much information bombarding us 24-7. This constant dopamine cycle. I saw a great term recently. The doom scroll. Just constantly scrolling on social media and seeing terrible, terrible posts. But you can't tear your eyes away. Looking at a burning train crash or whatever the millennials say. Or Gen X, I don't know. Old people, man. Old people. The himbo and the bimbo is a natural response to all of that information-induced suffering. You can't be in existential dread if you have barely pondered the meaning of existence. Just exist in the now. Some form of atheist degeneracy, I guess. That was a joke, by the way. Don't get on my shit because of it. It's also a problem because there's this idea of the bimbification as well. Bimbify this for me, please. Bimbify means to break something down in childlike simple terms. Now, it's fine for things like technical ideas. How does a car work in bimbo terms? Or how does a car work in caveman terms? A caveman can be considered a himbo, in my opinion. That's quite controversial to say because cavemen and himbos, and they don't really want to be associated with one another, but they're the same, you know, on a philosophical level. Simplify things to a point where I can understand them with my pea-sized brain without having to look beyond a superficial level. It's great for those things, simple things, but when you look at global events like Ukraine and ask to bimbify those things, which I've seen a lot, it's a problem because you're asking someone to simplify a global issue that has an effect on people's lives. Quite literally, people are dying. Soldiers, families, children, men, women... They are dying en masse. Families are being torn apart and millions have been displaced. The bimbified conflict is so absurd. I don't think people really understand what they're asking people to do. You want people to break down something that is so complex and make it simple. You can't. It's not possible without making it inconspicuous or like disingenuous. You can't do that. It's not right. Don't ask people to bimbify global affairs, please. One of these days, someone's going to ask me to bimbify the partition of India and I'm actually going to lose my shit and like bash the head in with a rock. Oh, there's so much like counterculture these days and unique tidbits of weird quirks that our generation has and it's so interesting. I envy being a historian in like 200, 300 years time. You think Sigmund Freud was a weird guy? Wait till they find like Anything on TikTok, man. They're going to find some crusty hard drive and have a field day. Modern day Rosetta Stone and it'll be about bimbifications. Bloody hell, mate. Bloody hell. I'm going to end this now because I'm doing the... I'm like doom scrolling, but in podcast terms. I'm just talking now. Waffling. That's what I'm doing. This was not a coherent one. I'm dehydrated. Good night.